0: The Brewers got a week full of hits in one night. 16 of them in a romp over the Baltimore Orioles. We'll talk about that. Weaver's huge night. And the Brewers don't look now, as somebody once said, but they've won five of six. All that more coming up next on Locked On Brewers. You are Locked On Brewers. Your daily Milwaukee Brewers podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Crazy Milwaukee Brewers, you could never figure them out. You know, they, they love to cut your heart out. Sometimes they surprise you, like tonight. in a 10-2 win over the Baltimore Orioles. What didn't surprise me was the effort by Corbett Burns. We're going to get to all that coming up on the show today on Lockdown Brewers. On the Lockdown Podcast Network, we are your team every day. Good to have you along. Chuck Freeman here, first-year host in Lockdown Brewers. Familiar face, Longtime sports talk show host in the state of Wisconsin. Morning Sports Anchor, 1310 WIVA. And we cover the Brewers for over 40 40 years like you. The Brewers are my favorite professional sports team. I'm sure they're probably in your top couple if you're listening to the, watching this show every day. It is great to have you along. Following us on Twitter, Chuck Freeman, F-R-E-I-M-U-N-D. Hit us up on YouTube. Subscribe on YouTube hit the subscribe button, hit the little bell there. That's going to alert you every time we drop an episode on Lockdown Brewers, which is usually a couple of hours after the game. And the audio version we drop overnight. It's on Google. It's on Spotify. It's on Apple. It's on all those sites. We are here every day, Monday through Friday. We are a 30-minute show weekends. We do it a little lighter because your time is valuable on the weekends. And I, I don't know if I can get a piece of it. That's okay. But the Brewers are playing every day. And I want to be here every day talking Brewer Baseball with you here on Locked on Brewers. So thank you very much, everybody, for joining us. And, yeah, what a shocker tonight. I guess, I mean, even the Oakland A's exploded the last two days. And the Brewers aren't as bad as the Oakland A's. But offensively, uh, they're one of the worst teams in baseball. And you look it up and down. I don't have to tell you this because you follow the team just like I do. We don't need to go down that road. But we're going to get to Joey Weimer. Joey Weimer, since getting the the new haircut over the weekend, the mullet, as someone says. And if anybody knows about mullet, your boy Chuck Freeman knows mullets. Some of you have called me that I've had mullets over the years. My hair is a little shorter now than it was a couple of years ago. But in the summertime, I might just do what the Brewers are going to do. Sounds like these guys are going to start growing some mullets on this team. And if that's contagious... And the hitting of Joey Weimer is contagious. I'm all for it. Weimer, four for four, two home runs. He was a triple shy of the cycle. But what he do? He came up in a three-run home run. Uh, his OPS during this last binge, his eight-game hitting streak, is just unbelievable. Tonight, he raised his OPS, 68 points. I don't really go by OPS. And I know some of you just love going down that analytical way. I like to do the simple stuff, home runs, batting average, RBIs, the Freeman eye test, the eye test. I got my own eye test. You all should have your own eye test on how how you judge people because it's okay to be judgmental on professional athletes, okay, as far as performances on the field. That's why we watch the games. We judge. We make our own ideas. A lot of you guys got a lot of opinions. This is I do about these guys, and that's okay because we all have – different opinions on, on how we think these guys per, should perform. And at one point, I thought Joey Weimer was to a point that maybe he should have gotten set down to AAA because he was hitting like 190. But eight-game hitting streak, he's smoking the ball. According to Kurt Hogg, who's the uh, the fine Journal Sentinel's, uh sports writer, uh, Brewers beat writer, one of the two, um, he says uh, 11 balls, his last 11 balls that have been hit have been hit over 100 miles an hour that's fantastic I mean we've seen him we've been talking about Joey the last couple of episodes here on how he's just smoking the ball just smoking the ball out of the nine hole too keep him there no need to move him up in the lineup keep him down at nine spot let him do him in the bottom of the order okay and don't be uh, don't be moving up to the cleanup spot already all right keep him where he is low pressure keep him in that ninth spot in the order of the old pitcher spot but yeah, his at-bats, he's got his timing down. He had the game-winning base hit on Tuesday night with two outs to the bottom of the 10th inning, and the Brewers have taken the first two games with the Baltimore Orioles. But Weimer's production, yeah, getting that, what they did on him tonight, for them to pound out 16 hits and 10 runs, uh, just great. Uh, yeah, this that's a, that's something we're not going to see much of, as you all know, with the Milwaukee Brewers. But every once in a while in baseball, you're going to have that. You're going to have teams who are bad, who have a bad pitching staff, guys come out and just light up the board once in a while. That just happens in baseball. It's amazing how that happens. And the Brewers just, uh, they can come right back on Thursday. As you all know, with the Milwaukee Brewers, they can come right back out and lay a goose egg on Thursday. I hate to be negative in that, but I'm going to take a quick drink here. Oh, my diamond, doom um I hate to throw diet mountain Dew on the hot Brewers right here, but we all know that they can as just as easily as they could have sixteen hits and ten runs they can come right back on a Thursday and put up two hits and not support their starting pitcher and they did support this starting pitcher Corbin burns burns fantastic uh ninety six pitches eight innings. Going eight innings, Bernsey on two hits, season high nine Ks. Wow, save the bullpen. they put Sousa in in the ninth inning. he gave up the two runs you know when the when council puts these guys in, they gotta make the most of their opportunity. the Sousas of the world, the Jake cousins of the world. you go out there. I don't care what the score of the game is and you go up there and give them a couple runs. That's not a good look. you're trying to earn innings. You're trying to earn your moments on this team. Uh, Sousa, giving up the, the, you know, the two, I think four hits, three or four hits, two runs. I'll check the box here in a little bit. He blew the shutout. But bottom line is the Brewers won, and Corbett Burns was the man. Cy Young stuff, he did. He had Cy Young stuff. That was the vintage Burns we saw from a few years ago when he won the Cy Young. Overpowering and he hasn't been all overpowering here in the last couple of years, but that's what it was. Two hits and dominating, dominating the Baltimore Orioles. And the Brewers moved their record to 34-28 now with that win. Oh, Willie Adamas is back. Homer did his first at bat. How about that? Willie was bat back. Uh, and Willie's bat was back. And Willie is going to have to contribute to this team. He batted the two-hole. He played shortstop tonight. And so Willie, Weemmer, Weemsy, and Burns, those three lead the way in a big win for the Brewers. Now, am I going to go right down to the casino on Thursday morning and bet the Brewers to sweep this series against the Orioles? Well, the history shows that you probably should go the other way. but. We're not going to go there. We are going to go and check in on Ken Rosenthal's prediction a couple of weeks ago that the Cardinals were going to be 10 games up on the Brewers by season's end. That's not looking good. We got a couple of injury updates. And the Brewers sent somebody down to AAA that I kind of hinted a couple of days ago. Not the worst thing in the world. We'll talk about Bryce Train getting sent down. We'll do that next. I going to tell you about a great new pant that is out. Pants, shorts, bird dogs. Wore these stretchy fabric pants out on the golf course today. It was a little breezy. Got a little 18 in right near Lake Michigan. Over in Michicot, Wisconsin. Uh, before the Brewer game today. Got a little breezy. The, the guys I was with had the shorts on. They were freezing. Your boy Freeman, he had the the bird dogs on, the stretchy fabric, the freedom that you have golfing. These are the best pair of golf pants I have ever had. They are comfort. They are comfort. You wear them on the golf course. You can wear them to a meeting. You can wear them if you're going on a date. You can wear them out to dinner, business meeting, whatever. They are the most comfortable pair of pants I have ever had. And uh, they make you look great in them, too. They're stretchy. And when you're golfing out there, you want some patches that are going to, is going to stretch with you, you know, when you're teeing off or you're hitting that 170 yard approach shot. And that's what the Bird Dogs do. Uh, go to birddogs.com backslash lockdown MLB. When you enter the promo code lockdown MLB, you'll throw in a free custom Bird Dogs Eddie style tumbler with every order. Those tumblers are nice, about a $20 tumbler. I got a scratch in my. Back right there. It's been bothering me. I can't wait another 20 minutes to scratch it. But birddogs.com backslash lockdown MLB. When you enter the promo code lockdown MLB, getting that free custom bird dogs Yeti style Tumblr. Uh, so, yeah, wear the bird dogs in their shorts. They got the lining in them as well. They're classic. Today was not a short stay in Wisconsin. Guys, I was with golfing. They had the shorts. No, not, not, was not, not when you're golfing next to Lake Michigan, you're not going to have the shorts. All right. Lockdown Brewers. Appreciate you everydayers out there joining us here on the Lockdown Podcast Network. We are your team every day. I told you about all the various spots. You can download the podcast. The number one Brewers podcast on the internet for a reason, because you guys follow us, listen to us every day on YouTube as well. Hit the subscribe button, hit the uh, button right next to it, which is the alert button. That little bell will alert you every time we drop an episode. Thanks for making Lockdown Brewers your first listen to every day. And the Brewers take the final game of their series with the Orioles coming up on Thursday afternoon. I just want to make sure on the starting time for Thursday's game. 110. Yeah, because many of them early in the year are 1240, but we're moving into summer now. So we're gonna get the 110 starts. 110 for the Orioles, Colin Ray on the Hill, and catch every pitch of the Brewers Hometown broadcast Sirius XM, the SXM app Search Brewers. We come back. We'll talk about Bryce Terrain getting sent down and Ken Rosenthal's prediction. That's next here on Lockdown Brewers. Welcome back to Lockdown Brewers. I'm your host, Chuck Freeman. Yeah, Ken Rosenthal said a couple of weeks ago when the Cardinals closed within four and a half games of the Brewers, he said, oh, the Cardinals are going to win this division with his bow tie on. Oh, the Cardinals are going to win this division by 10 games. They're eight and a half games out. They won tonight one nothing. believe they beat the Rangers. But here the Brewers are. That's an 18-and-a-half-game swing. I, I don't like to make a lot of guarantees, but I guarantee that ain't happening. Brewers ain't losing this division by 10 games to the Cardinals. Now, I'll be, I'll be honest, a couple of weeks ago, when the Cardinals were closing in, I thought they might overtake the Brewers by the 15th of June. That's not going to happen. But I I said at the time, Ken Rosenthal, ain't no way the Brewers are going to lose this division by 10 games to the St. Louis Cardinals. Man, they have some problems over there. I don't know what it is, but they got the high payroll. They got, you know, we know the Cardinals. The Cardinals got the heart of the order guys. Those guys are great. I don't know why they're struggling the way they are, but they are not our problem. They're eight and a half games behind the Brewers. Keep them eight and a half or more out. Don't let them get close. All right, Bryce Terang got sent down. And I said this a couple of days ago. He's sitting around 200. Maybe they should send him down. No disrespect would he send a guy down. They're not punishing him setting him down. Not at all. They love Bryce Terang. Terang is part of the Brewers' future. But sending him to Nashville is going to hopefully get him corrected. Now, we've seen guys in the past go down to Nashville and never get corrected, like Keston Hera. Not saying this is going to be right, Bryce uh, Terang right here. His defense, no need to work on any of the defense. Some of you are going to get better, but his defense isn't the problem. Offensively, yeah, even though he had the... Ironically, this must have been in the back of the, their minds anyway when they were going to activate Adamus and Urias that eventually they thought they'd give Terang, and he just happened to have a big night on Tuesday night and had the game-tying single in the eighth inning. But they knew prior to that probably that they were going to send him down. And in council talk tonight before the game, yeah, they want him just to take a step back and get right again. You know that They can do that with Terang. I, I, that's okay. I'm, I, I don't want to send down Monasterio. He's hitting too well. He's off to a nice start. Let's keep him in the lineup or at least keep him a guy coming off the bench. No need to send Monasterio down. And yet, Ureus, who, if Ureus would have been interesting had Ureus stayed healthy in the beginning and had he not gotten hurt in that Chicago Cubs game, how this whole dynamic of the infield would have looked. But Terang had made the team out of spring training. Remember the video if you saw that, where counsel told him that he had made the team and he called his parents. It was a touching video. Now. We're going to see Bryce Terang again this season, okay? Either by him turning himself around or an injury, okay? But is going to see this roster once again. He's part of the future, but he went through like a 5 for 54 slump, okay? And as a rookie, we're not talking about a veteran player. There's still some things mechanically they'll work with him. They'll get him down to Nashville and hopefully get him right. But, yeah. And I'm sure he was sad about it, but he can go down to Nashville and turn things around, and he controls it. He, he you know, when you get sent down to Triple A, you control whether you're coming back or not by how you play. Go down there, and you make it impossible to keep you off the Brewers roster. So Tereng sent down. That's fine. Adamus activated. Urias activated the other day. So. Monasterio Monasterio's not going down just yet. And Monasterio would have probably been the guy to send down uh, Um, But they decided to send Terang because uh, they want him to work on a few things, and I'm good with that. Eric Lauer needs one more rehab start, and he'll be back on the team. I see Jesse Winker homered for Nashville. That was good news. That was good news. Did you see the field tonight at Amphit Field? That field's in rough shape. Rough, rough shape. I think that was a George Strait concert. Now They had a concert before that a couple of weeks ago at Amphan Field, and the field seemed to have made a recovery, but <laughs> it had a little hangover after the George Strait concert over the weekend out in the outfield. I'll check it out this weekend further when I go to the, uh, the A's series. You see the A's are starting to hit well. A's have been just absolutely brutal all season, but they've taken the last two games, with the Pittsburgh Pirates. I believe they hung on that at game. They were up 9-7. Let me just double check. They were up 9-7. At, um, they, they won 9-5. to And the A's put up 17 hits. That's got to be the first time this year that they've won two in a row because they're the worst team in baseball. And they'll be here starting Friday. But the Brewers have one more day coming up with the Baltimore Orioles. One more game, and that's Thursday afternoon. And is there a better place, other than the golf course, to be in Wisconsin on a beautiful day than AmFam Field? Somebody did tweet at me tonight. We're ticked about the roof situation. We'll get into that coming up next. Here on Lockdown Brewers, on the Lockdown Podcast Network, we are your team every day. Welcome back to Lockdown Brewers. Good to have you along. I'm your host, Chuck Freeman. Thank you, all you everydayers out there. Downloading us on Google, Spotify, Apple. On my Twitter account, Chuck Freeman, F-R-E-I-M-U-N-D. I I list all the sites that you can download, watch our video on YouTube, search Lockdown Brewers, hit the subscribe button. But I list all the audio platforms, the the podcast platforms, uh, where you can download and listen to Lockdown Brewers every day, whether you're going to work or making an appointment or going to the game tomorrow. Please listen on, and we get you prepared every morning for the day's events and what happened the night before with the latest Brewers news, news and commentary right here on Locked on Brewers, the number one podcast, Brewers podcast on the internet. All right, I'm going to get to that tweet right here. I saw a tweet as I was going through, as I was going through the drive through window tonight. Somebody was complaining about, Somebody was complaining about the roof, and I wonder—I wonder if they took it down. Yeah, because I'm I'm scrolling through it right now, and I don't see it. See a lot of you t- tweeting from what I said last night about Gorman Thomas. That was the 40th anniversary of of the trade, and how bad of a move that was made. Um. Yeah, I I don't see that tweet. Somebody must have taken it down. The debate is uh, he was raising a debate, and I, and I can't remember the guy's name, about whether or not on, uh, on a night like tonight, should the roof be open or closed? I say you close it. If the temperatures are in the 60s at Amphan Field, close the roof. You want comfort, okay? That breeze is coming in your face off Lake Michigan. I've been out there on a 75 degree day, and that breeze was coming off Lake Michigan, sitting in my favorite section in the 300 section and it got a little cold out there yeah but i, I can think of this you know 60 again i you know, think of the people in the upper deck too and i know it's 60 degrees we're wisconsin we gotta expect that but nothing wrong with closing the, the roof on a 60 degree night i'm okay with that we want comfort not have to be at the bummed up and wear jackets and you know, think that you got to wear a blanket. When you go to the ballpark at AmFam Field, you shouldn't have to think about bringing a blanket or an overcoat or a winter jacket. You should be able to watch the game and cover it. Sure, a light jacket. Okay. But you shouldn't have to think, oh, God, it's going to be, are there, is the roof going to be open because it's going to be 60 degrees out? No, the Brewers make good judgments on that. If it's cold, borderline, they'll close the roof. If there's rain in the area, they're going to close the roof. And I'm good with that. I'm definitely good with that because I just you know you want to see the game in comfort. And you got to remember, maybe down in the sec- the 100 section, it might not be as comfortable as it is in the 400 section way upstairs. All right, Colin Ray gets to start on Thursday afternoon. He's won his last three starts. 4.94 earned run average. The Brewers have won his last three starts. Last time out, Cincinnati, Saturday afternoon, five innings, three runs. Hey, again, that's what we'll take from Colin Ray. Just give him some offensive support and let him ride. But Colin Wright is on the hill in the first, in the final game of the series with the Orioles. Orioles, I don't believe, have been swept at all this year. They came in 15 games over the 500 mark and the Brewers pretty much have shut down their offensive tack in the last two days with their pitching. And they're coming back with Kyle Bradish. Um, Made his major league debut in April. Two and two this year. Went four innings. Gave him three runs in his last start. Middle to bottom of the rotation kind of guy for the Orioles, from what I understand. Not overpowering. Bradish and Colin Ray, the starting pitchers, coming up on Thursday afternoon. One ten 10 with that first pitch. Sirius XM on the SXM app. Search Brewers, and you're going to get the Brewers' hometown broadcast, all 162 on Sirius XM. All right, let's, uh, let's take a look at the box score before we check out of here. Always fun to look at the box score when the Brewers put up a crooked number like they did tonight. Uh, here's how they looked. Uh, Brewers, uh, Yelich went one for five. Willie Adamas, in his return... 2-for-5, a couple of strikeouts. Homer his first at-bat on a 3-1 pitch. He had thought he walked on 3-0. And on a 3-1 pitch, came back and delivered a booming shot. Rowdy Teles went 0-for-5. I got to check back and see where the hot rod hit a home run because it's been a while, I feel. Unless I'm forgetting something here in the last couple of weeks, but I can't remember the last time Rowdy went deep. Owen Miller went one for five. John Singleton, one for three. Brian Anderson, two for four, two runs scored. Andrew Monasterio, one for five. Victor Caratini went two for two. And Joey Weimer, four for four. Brewer record, eight total bases, five runs batted in, raising that batting average to 231. But Corbin Burns, Weimer, the offensive star, Burns, the pitching star of the night, eight innings, innings, two hits, nine Ks, 96 pitches. That's a close game. Burns might get the, well, no, what? They would go to Williams in the ninth inning in a close game. Yeah, 96 pitches. Burns was done. Sousa, just a lousy performance. Again, when Sousa's got a chance to pitch, he needs better than one inning, three hits, two earned runs, one walk on 25 pitches. That ERA at 13.50. That's going to do it today. One sad note from the sports entertainment world was sad to see the Iron Sheik pass away at the age of 81. Had a chance to meet the Iron Sheik when I was 19 years old outside a Milwaukee hotel. Couldn't have been a nicer guy. Gave us his autograph. Took a picture. If you go to my Twitter account today, you'll see a picture of me, 19 year old Chuck Freeman, with probably 42 year old Iron Sheik, who passed away at the age of 81. So rest in peace, old Sheiky. It's going to do it for the show today. Again, find us on all the downloads and all the uh, podcast platforms. Subscribe to us, please, on YouTube. Hit the subscribe button on Lockdown Brewers and that bell right there. You everydayers out there, I know who you are. I see your comments every day on YouTube. I read them. I read your comments on Twitter as well. Wherever I am, 24 hours a day, I am open to you. It's going to do it. I'm Chuck Freeman. This is Lockdown Brewers on the Lockdown Podcast Network. We are your team every day going for the sweep against those Baltimore Orioles on Thursday afternoon. We'll be here after the game. So long, everybody.